0: And welcome to the Netball Nation podcast. I'm Emma Louise Jones, your host. And as always, I'm joined by Sarah Bayman. Hello. Hi, yeah. And Maggie Bergenshaw. Hi, hi. How are we both?
1: Yeah, good. Yeah. Thank
0: you. All good. We're ready for this week's episode? Yeah, let's do it. We've got a very exciting show today, ladies. Rounding up the Netball news and action over the last week, we're going to be discussing last week's semi final results and, of course, be looking ahead to the grand final. <laughs> uh, we debrief round three results from the Suncorp Super Netball competition and bring you some injury updates. We'll be putting Maggie and Sarah in the hotspot, getting their thoughts on the World Cup selection ahead of Tracy <laughs> Neville's big announcement. We're also really excited to be joined by Molly Jihan. Molly will be on to discuss the stigma of mental health in sport and how her blog is having a positive influence. So looking forward to that. Uh, finally, wrapping up the show with those all-important predictions for the third and fourth playoff and the grand final this Saturday. How's that with you both? All right? Sounds, Sounds- good. Yep. Perfect. Perfect. Let's get cracking. <laughs> Welcome to Netball Nation. We start with the first semi-final, which saw Wasps take on Loughborough Lightning at the University of Warwick Sports and Wellness Hub. Now, I'm not going to say any more on this, Sarah. It's over to you. <laughs>
2: um. I mean, it was a decent game. Um, for a half, um, we as Loughborough played well. Um, started really well, which is unusual for us. Um, and I think we took Wasps by surprise a little bit in the first quarter, and then. They kind of regrouped, came together and second half, they just absolutely smashed it. You know, I think um, the girls were disappointed because I don't think we attacked the game like we should have done in the second half. And, you know, if, if anything, we wanted to play really well. And, you know, if you win or lose, but you've, you've put out a good performance, you, you're kind of fine with that. And I think that the frustration was that um, we didn't play to our potential in the second half. Um, and then against a team like Walsh, you end up losing by 20, which is, yeah, crazy.
0: And how are you? How are you feeling after that? Because let's not forget that you've done significantly better than I think a lot of people were even expecting. Yeah,
2: yeah. And it is—it's difficult to keep perspective at the time. You know, Saturday, Sunday, um, I was like pretty down about it, and then you've kind of got to shake yourself out of it and go: If someone had given you this at the beginning of the season, would you have taken it? And and in all likelihood, the answer is yes. Um, so it is hard to get that perspective because you, everyone's competitive so you get to a semi-final and then you're like All right, well let's go and win it and um, it's hard to kind of come down from that and then it's a tough week with a third, fourth playoff to, to kind yeah. of get back up again and get training and um, what in my eyes is probably the most pointless game of netball in the world and um, but
0: you, you might feel that way, but when the girls get out there, it's not. No, it's,
2: no, it's not. And we've and we've prepared properly for it, and we've trained properly for it, and we'll go out there and we'll try and, and we'll try and win it because we've got an opportunity to to beat to have beaten every team in the league this season mm-hmm. if we beat Bath, and that's and that's massive for us. But you've got to find your own motivation because there's no real need to play a third, fourth playoff. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a pointless game, um, and so you've got to kind of attach your own goals to it. And and you know, Bath will want to win it because it's Jess's last game. Um, and we've got to have our own motivations to win it.
0: Yeah. And and for you then, uh, Sarah, what what do you take from that last game that you've just played? What do you take? What were the best parts of it that the girls... Well,
2: have I with? mean, like I said, we've started slowly pretty much all year. And Saturday we came out like... Like a train. Yeah, we mm. was like a bullet out of a gun. Yeah. Like. So I think that's a that's a massive positive. And also the fact that we went in, I don't know, one up maybe or something at, at quarter time. We should have gone in three or four up, but yeah. we played really well in that first quarter. We also played okay in the second mm-hmm. quarter. And so for a half, we were good. Um, and there's lots of positives to take from that. I, I think second half, like I said, we just, um, it was almost like we kind of ran out of steam and we, we stopped attacking the game. But but there's still positives to take to take from that. And Wasps didn't do anything we didn't expect, but they just did everything really well. And I think Bath will be the same. You know, every every team knows what they're getting from each other now because the season's been so long and you've got so much footage of each other that it's not about you know, oh my God, they've got this like new thing that they're doing that's completely changing the game. It's just who can do things well consistently for for a whole game and. Um, at the end of the season, it gets more and more difficult because players are tired m- like mentally and physically.
0: Yeah, and emotions are, are running high yeah. as well because there is so much on the line. And let's not forget, it was, it was always going to be a tough challenge, but my God, did you go out there and give it a go? And, yeah. Maggie, who were the standout performers on both teams for you?
1: Amy Flanagan. Yeah. I thought Amy Flanagan had a great game. She made some critical turnovers in the pockets at times when the ball needed to be going in to either... Ella
2: or Mary? Yeah, and I mean to be fair, um, their circle defenders didn't like. N- I'm not saying they did a bad job at all, but they didn't cause us that m- no. many problems. No. But out front, they yeah. won ball off us and they won it early and they won it high up court, which is obviously what they wanted to do. And yeah. and Amy Amy was a massive part of that for them.
0: Well, let's not forget, Sarah. It was a huge game for you. You've done incredibly well, as have the girls. Mags has bought you a Terry's chocolate orange. I know, so yeah. well done. We're chowing on down right yeah. now. What's, I, I, right, I'm not even joking. The moment Sarah got her hands on that, <laughs> we were having a little uh, pre-episode meeting, and we just stood.
1: And it was Sarah opening
0: a Terry's Slush. chocolate orange. Go on, girl. Right, but yeah, and congratulations, because we're so proud of you here, Thank aren't you. we? I think, I think we
1: need to, you know, just reinforce that fact. You've done an amazing job, Sarah, and please, 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 don't, you know, you sit here very, very calm and very humble, I think is yeah. the word. You don't give yourself enough you credit. You don't give mm. yourself enough credit, but you've you, done an amazing job. But, and you're,
0: obviously, you're very young, and you're doing a very thanks, special thanks. job. I am.
1: You've <laughs> I now mean,
2: made it. I mean, comparatively. I'm literally <laughs> doing my GCSEs next week, so I am doing well, to be honest.
0: Mm-hmm. no but you are so just give yourself a bit of credit thank as
2: well you. thank you credit.
1: it's that new wave of coach that's coming through we have to have people like mm-hmm. Sarah you know we have to have people like Mickey Austin we have to have them mm-hmm. otherwise all of these dinosaurs that are still in the game when they've gone who's going to replace them yeah
0: no offence dinosaurs but I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm as well that you're you're mm-hmm. inspiring uh, yeah. so many people right now yeah. Sarah and like I say we are genuinely proud of you she's hating every moment of this uh, aren't you yeah, just move on get <laughs> so like, me out you're right, right I am
2: awesome move yeah. on <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: We move on to the second semi-final as Team Bath travelled north to host Manchester Thunder. Uh, It wasn't the greatest of starts for Thunder as Bath managed to grab two early turnovers, one on the first centre pass of the game. Now, as mentioned on previous shows, girls, Bath have won both games against Thunder this season and it wouldn't have been a great shot to find out that Thunder were tense. But it wasn't long before Alman made her first of many crucial interceptions and Thunder were back in the game. Mm -hmm. Did you both see that?
1: Yeah, so yeah. I, I went to watch it.
0: And talk us through it, Max.
1: <sighs> well, I must admit, I mean, Bath came out of the blocks, so like, you know, like Liverpool did when they mm-hmm. played their game. And we thought, oh, they're going for a 3-0 here. But very, very soon, Manchester did what Manchester do well. They settled and they just took their game to them. And overall, Manchester were the deserved winners. They played better than Bath did. Bath had some serious gaps at the back. Um, A big gap at the front. They couldn't work their way through what Thunder were doing and they were just consistent. Short game, precise, lost very little ball and they finished.
0: And how important is that mid-court battle as well? How important is that to the game?
1: Well, I mean, we've got some feisty people who play centres on on both teams, you know, with with Nat and with Jade, Mm -hmm. when you played. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, we had um, O'Hanlon that was up um, against... against Serena. Serena. How? Sorry, Serena. Sorry. <laughs> who are you? Who are you? I have to say, though, I have to put a big shout out to Serena and to Imogen Allison, who sweat blood, guts and tears in that game to try and turn it round for their team, where certain members of their team maybe weren't performing like they should have been, but those two were having an absolute epic I of mean, a battle. I mean, to be
2: fair, it was like a humding of a game, that wasn't humding, it? Like, a lot of words. It was. Belter, as you would say. <laughs> yes, Belter. Um, it, it, it was such a good game. Yeah, And I think... Like the quality of it all through the the entire game, I thought mm. the quality was really high, Um and yeah, I I thought Serena and, mm. and, and Nimmo put in a massive shift.
0: Mm. And there were no changes, were there in that game either? No. How how difficult is that making that call to go right? We're not going to touch this.
1: I mean, I'll pull it from my side. Do you allow your players to come through it because you know that they've played through it previously in yeah. the season? Do you look to your bench and think, have I got anything better? And I'm like being disrespectful to benches, but not all franchises have a bench that they can just do like for like and just yeah. bring somebody on um, because they've not played or they've just been training
2: partners. I think they just decided, let them play, let's play it through it. And and it's hard sometimes. Sometimes it's harder to make a change when it's tight. than like coaches, and I'm not saying that happened in, in that game, but coaches get scared as well. That It's like, right, it's really tight. If I make this change and it goes wrong... Like,
1: there's a difference making the change because you have to, because of injury. Then making the change because you do. Act, try and shake mm. it a little, a little bit in the attack, shake it up a little bit in the defence. Different dynamic, different timing. Yeah. But I think different. ultimately,
2: what came to back to bite Bath on the bum is the fact that they've got two imports in the shooting end, and so when they wanted a change up there, they couldn't. Do it. They didn't. They couldn't do, they it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. So well, it was, and that's why
1: they needed a change. Yeah. They if, definitely if needed a change it at goal
0: Well, it was well managed as well because with a game it's the, where there was a lot at stake and it was fast-paced and controlled, it was well managed, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was managed well. Um, I mean, because the, the umpires, I sometimes wonder how they manage to keep up with the game. I have to say, though, from my own personal part, I'm not wanting to put the cat amongst the pigeons pigeon here. Go on. Oh, here we
2: go. However,
1: think? and I have a, a lot of respect for umpires, even though I think that netball is an attacking game and defenders get a rough ride, mm. I know that they probably look back at the footage from the games and assess themselves as they get assessed yeah. while as they're doing it. And they will look at the footage and see what what went on, anything they may have missed because they cannot pick it all up. All I would say is is that there's a little bit of football sneaking into netball where players are going down and not having been touched. (laughs) Sarah, are you with me with this one? (laughs) Do you mean there's a a bit of (laughs) acting? Do you know where I'm coming from? (laughs) Bit of performance
2: I've got no idea what you're talking about, (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) So all I want to say is is that netball is 99.9% a really clean game and any contact that is made is done... Unintentional because players are going for the ball. Yeah. But there are some players. Who are going down and not being? I think it, in
2: basketball they call it flopping. Yeah, so so we've got some floppers. Footballers <laughs> get carded for it
1: and mm-hmm. get sent off for it. So you know who you are out there. Ooh. So your game out.
0: There you go, Mags. Not wanting to put the cat amongst the pigeons, but clearly <laughs> doing Just it. Drop that cat uh, right yeah, down there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pigeons are going wild. It's
1: <laughs> right. not nice netball. Um,
0: both uh, both semi-finals were won by the home teams. And Sarah, how important is that home advantage when it does come to the semis?
2: Well it is important but then at the same time Wasp played in a venue I don't think they've ever played in before so it was basically neutral and Thunders is a little bit more because they played it in the Thunderdome it's a small venue, the crowd goes mental. They've got a drum, all the rest of it. So they've I think they've got three drums. Well, three the, drums. The, the multiplying. Selfish. Um So I think I think that di- that did give them a little bit of an advantage. Definitely but right. you know, if you look at the season as a whole, there's been no real pattern mm. as to who's won in between home and away teams. Okay, so it doesn't matter too it, much. Not really. really. It shouldn't matter. I think no, it I, I think in the Bath Thunder game it potentially did, yeah. but I don't think. Really, it has an all a, season. As a rule, there's not yeah, been a pattern of
0: no. it. Uh, right, well, we now look ahead to the grand final weekend. Tomorrow, we'll see Loughborough Lightning take on team Bath in third, fourth place, playoff at three o'clock, followed by the grand final at half five, live on Sky Sports, where the reigning champs Wasps take on Manchester Thunder. Uh, and the grand final takes place at the Copper Box in London. Going to be a big crowd there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. I
2: think it's it's just about sold out, I think. Wow. So it is going to and be that a big is one
0: heck of a venue, mm-hmm. the Copper Box. It's huge. Yeah, it's a good venue. It's massive. Right, we move on now then to round three of the Suncorp Super Netball League. Now, you've been across this, haven't you, girls? How's it looking so far?
2: It's looking tight. You know, Um, Vixens and Swifts are both unbeaten. So they're, they're sitting at the top of the league. Fever's struggling. They've not won one yet. Um, and then Giants got a massive win against against Magpies, which was a little bit unexpected. So That's it, going to be huge for them though, isn't it? Yeah, it is going that. to be huge and it's going to be a massive confidence boost as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's shaping up to to be a great season. I think what's been interesting is, is there's been much less close games this year than there has been in previous years. Everyone was looking at it at the beginning of the season going, you can't pick who's going to be top four and all the rest of it and thinking it's going to be really, really tight. And, and I think it is points-wise, but... The games are kind of, they're not as tight as we expected, I don't think. People losing by 25 goals Mm. and 15 goals and, you know, there's the draw last week. But generally, it's been like over five goals difference, which you'd say is not the tightest of... Yeah. games.
0: And uh, another loss for West Coast Fever as well. Can you give us, Ara, any insight on how they're performing and what they need to do to get their first <laughs> win?
2: <laughs> Come on! I do this every day. I just I call <laughs> Stacey up and I go, you should have done this yeah. and this and this. Oh, and I she, bet she loves that. She, yeah, and she's just like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think they're, strug- they're struggling a little bit because Courtney Bruce is still out at the back and basically they, they need to turn over more ball. Um, I think the I don't, without getting into too much detail, I think the centre pass defence needs a bit of work, and they need to turn over more ball. Because if you can get ball, you've got Janeele Fowler. So yeah, yeah. it's ninety percent of the time it should it should go to goal, but they've not had enough ball at the minute.
0: And does Stacey agree with you when you're giving her this advice? I don't think
2: she's listening. I think she's probably just put the phone down and <laughs> got what to make a cup you? of tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, Brilliant. And then she goes, uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just not an agree. Yeah. Not an agree. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell that to the coach for training.
0: Mm. <laughs> On that note, we need wedding updates, don't we? As well, we need yeah, we'll to get back. Oh, yeah, there's,
2: there has been a few, actually. Oh, yeah. Right, well, at
0: the end of the... Sh- don't let us finish this okay. podcast without chatting about it at the, the end of the show. Uh, Mags, an exciting journey as well for Peace Proscovia. Given that you've coached Peace as part of the Vitality Netball Super League, how deserving is she of this experience?
1: Exceptionally yeah. deserving of this opportunity. I think while she was at Loughborough, I think it was for the four years she was there. Mm. I think <laughs> overseas coaches were watching her progression and they had been trying to get at Peace over the last two seasons, I think uh-huh. it was. She is an amazing ambassador for netball for her country, and just just an all-round fabulous young lady. And just to spend time with peace, just in her presence, a lot of the time you ain't got a clue what she's on about
2: <laughs> because
1: she's just away wherever Aww. she is away. But you know, you know that when you spend time with peace, you're in a better place. So I cannot be happier than I am and, now. For and peace. also,
2: it's a, it's a huge. Um, transition you know for, for Peace coming over here from Uganda is absolutely massive and then you go oh we want to sign you for Sunshine Coast Lightning yeah. it's it's completely different again mm-hmm. and I know she was like telling the Lightning girls that she, she shaved her head because she was too hot all the time so. oh that
0: is amazing <laughs> was peace. Like peace. It,
2: she was like I'm just like sweating all the time it's That's so hot peace. here
0: I lo- but you do have to have a certain strength of mind and courage like be a courageous character to do that yeah to oh. go and be able to adjust and adapt in these different places yeah, yeah. and
2: you know as much as Sunshine Coast lightning didn't know what an awesome person they were getting also peace doesn't know what she's going to yeah so you're going as an individual like with no family no friends thousands and thousands of miles away from home to a different culture for us it's yeah you're still miles away from home but it's basically the same Some culture little, yeah. for 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 peace and the other african players it is a different culture so i think like props to them for taking the risk and for for being massive inspirations within their nation and within Africa as a whole.
1: It yeah. is incredible. We she's think... she's deeply religious as well. And yeah. as, you know, and she has that faith and belief in everybody. And she just sees the good in everyone. And I'm so pleased that she's performing and performing well.
0: Oh well, peace, we're all proud of you. Mm-hmm. Keep it up from the Netball Nation yeah. team. Uh moving on to the injury updates as well. We're saddened to hear the news that Adelaide Thunderbird wing defence and English rose Beth Cobden has ruptured her anterior crucial ligament. Now, that rules her out of the remaining 2019 season and World Cup selection. And she was a key player, wasn't she, in the Commonwealth, the gold success for England. What does this mean for her?
2: It means she's got another nine months of rehab ahead of her, really. <laughs> but you in, know what that's in like. In the most brutal way. I, do, I know what it's like. She knows what it's like. This is her third ACL mm. she's done. Ugh. So for, for someone to have come back, rehabbed an ACL got back to fitness, got out there, started playing well for Adelaide and then do it again in game three is just like, it's like lightning striking twice. So everyone feels ridiculously bad for Beth, partly because she's such a talented player, but the other part is that she's such a great person. Mm. And so I think you've seen the sort of social media outcry from people have just been like, oh, this is awful. Like I feel for her, Mm. but she's such a great positive energy about her that, you know, even within a couple of hours of doing it, she was like, well, you know, I've rehabbed it before. I can come back again. And I'd have been like, you know, probably like five whiskies in just <laughs> like, I don't know, play, playing some Dido or something like wallowing. Well, I can, why am I picturing this so clearly? I can literally see you doing And, and Beth's like up and at him like, <laughs> like, yeah, let's go rehab. Let's get this op done. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, fair play to her. She, she's incredibly resilient. And she's also like, like a great a great person and, and Adelaide are lucky to have her because even though she's injured she'll still contribute a lot to their group but yeah best of luck to her on her yeah, recovery
0: and uh, fingers crossed it never happens to you again Sarah <laughs> <laughs> last <laughs> with, tears gone cold <laughs> you've got to
2: you've got to you've got to physically move somewhere to do your ACL I think so I'm safe
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, on a lighter note Giants centre Jamie Lee Price went viral on social media <gasps> have you seen this
2: I have seen this yeah. but I've had one of these balls from Joe Harton myself oh no so- way Mate, this is classic. It's like Joe's like, ticking off centre-court <laughs> around the world for who she's got. And because she, you know, Joe can shoot from anywhere, so she mm. gets the ball and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, she's shooting that. And then she must see you switch off and bang, <laughs> yeah. ball in your Spo- face. Straight into you. Yeah. They've been calling it a falcon. Yeah, that's what they call it in Australia when, like, you kind of miss a catch and it hits you in the face. Uh-huh. But... I mean to refer to Jamie Lee, she didn't even have time to put her hands out. She just had a ball <laughs> smacking her nose. <laughs> Mike, has it ever happened to you?
1: Oh, uh, many a time, many a time as I mean, <laughs> being at the back, you shouldn't you wouldn't expect it to happen, but you know when you're being that unsportsmanlike, when you think you've shot it, you've yeah. got it in eye out eye out recovering it. <laughs> and when as you're walking back as if you're getting ready for the centre pass, boof Bang. in the back of your head. Obviously then. an accident.
0: Is it it's, one of those it, moments where you have to smile through the pain and pretend you're all right?
2: Well, mm. uh, I mean, yeah, it is because y- you feel stupid for one because <laughs> someone's just sm- <laughs> like, <laughs> not even just someone, your own teammate here has just smashed you in the ball with, in, in the, the face with was the ball. On, mine wasn't on television though. No. <laughs> That's the <laughs> difference. And then like the cheek of it though, because if you watch the clip, you can see Joe and and Joe's about to give her an earful for not getting the ball back to her. And she like <laughs> Joe turns around like angry and then realizes she's just like taken half her face <laughs> off and he's like oh oh like ma- really ma- maybe you. I won't shout at her <laughs> like no Never mind an apology. No, yeah. no I'm just no, not no, going to no. shout. Shoot, shooters head. have yeah. never apologised <laughs> in their life. <laughs> no.
0: I thi- I do think, though, with things like that, it's really important that you see the human side to, to sports, to people playing sports. You have to, don't yeah. you? Because people put people on a pedestal and naturally they aspire to be like them. And I think it is so important to see that you can have a laugh. You can ha- you've can got yeah, a sense absolutely. of humour.
2: And you yeah. see the personality of them coming out. The fact that, like, Joe Horton got that video clip and then put it to music. Like, you know, she's she's <laughs> yeah. not apologised, has she? Yeah. She's just wow. trying to send it viral so mm. everyone can see Jamie Lee get smashed in the face.
0: Turning right into that skin. I love it. Right, we move on now to World Cup selection. As we draw to the grand final of the UK domestic league, World Cup selection is number one priority for England Roses head coach, Tracy Neville. Uh, so Sky Sports commentator, Tamsin Greenway, alluded to the fact that the players were to be notified this week and then a public announcement in the next two weeks. Have you two, Are you mm. aware of this? yeah. yeah. So uh, we're not going to ask for your final 12 unless you want to give it to us. (laughs) Sarah's looking very nervous like she already knows. Uh, But what we want to know is who, in your opinion, has earned their
1: spot? Oh, where are we starting from? Back or front? You can work it's together to on you. this. It's up to you, Mons. All right, okay, let's go for shooters. Sorry, clearly let's already go knows shooters. what she's keeping her <laughs> Well, own. let's God's go shot. shooters, because I think that's the easiest end, really. Go on. So you've got Joe Harton, who's got to be in there.
2: Lining up some more centre court to abuse. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to have House in there. Yeah. And... You've got to have a little Nat Nat. Yeah, Nat Haythornthwaite. Thornthwaite. And then, so really, it was only ever the full shooter spot that mm. was up for grabs. And I think after um, the January series, Rachel Dunn probably had that nailed on from then. Yeah, she's had a great season. You never know, like George um, George Fisher, George Fisher could, could go in that spot. Yeah. You've, you've They've got options, definitely. Mm.
1: And, and that, it's that trying to think about the balance between those who were seasoned professionals and thinking about the future. Yeah, because building his, your team.
2: Historically, after a world championship, you get players who will think,
1: I'm going to retire now. Mm-hmm. And then you have to fill those gaps. Yeah. Go on, you
2: start midis? I think the midcourt would have been the same as Commonwealth Games had Beth not got injured. And now I think it it, it leaves a few questions for Tracy. Does she rejig a midcourt completely? Does she take a defender to cover wing defence and take uh, another wing yeah. attack? Does yeah. like it, I think that leaves a massive hole because Beth could provide. Well, Beth was your starting wing defence, yeah. and yeah. she could also provide cover across all three. Yeah, she so. Could. I think that's the biggest question mark around this squad. Is Tracy going to go a like-for-like replacement, uh, put a wing defence in, or is she going to put a wing attack in? Is she going to co- put someone who can cover all three in? And she's got a few options around that. Yeah. She's got Iona Darroch, she's got mm. Sasha Corbin, she's got Nat Panagari. She's got lots of options of what she could do there. She's
1: got a lot of thinking that mm. she needed to do.
2: Beth's injury really kind of changes the dyma- dynamic of that midcourt, I think. Yeah, it's and us-
1: sadly, through her injury, it gives them opportunity yeah
2: just somebody else
1: yeah i mean i uh,
0: sorry to beth but um, mm. you know that does mean they, d- they do have to find someone to fill yeah. that a spot yeah. don't they an
1: opportunity that somebody the individual probably would maybe never have got yeah
0: mm. no that's true that's true although still sorry beth sorry. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> um, sorry Beth. but how do you deal with that because there's going to be people eagerly awaiting that you know going oh i've, I've got I've made selection mm. if you're gonna if you're disappointed how difficult is that
2: I mean, it is it is difficult and they'll, they'll still have to go into camp. So um, for the ones who aren't selected into World Cup, they'll have to go into training camp still and, and train alongside them. And, you know, it's tough. It is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and to kind of have the level of professionalism where you go, right, I'm still going to train really well because these guys need a good level of competition and they need to be prepped properly. And should they suffer any more injuries in the run up to it, it's probably actually me who's going in yeah you've still got to bear that in mind but i mean mentally it's really hard and you know it's i do feel for the girls that haven't haven't made it
0: yeah it's got to be it's got to be a tough thing when you're looking around and going well you have and i haven't they're all human
1: exactly when all said and done, they're all human yeah. and you know they should be able to manage their expectations and they should. At this level of netball, know just exactly where they are on the pecking order, mm. but they are still human.
0: And everyone, is still going to have that glimmer of hope. You're still going to yeah. kind of hope because you always want it, yeah. don't you? Um, Wolf netball fans are going to be obviously waiting, awaiting the news, seeing who it's going to be.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, it, is there an advantage to holding off announcing who you've selected? No, no I don't think it not really. Matter. I think
2: everyone's squad has to be in by the end of May to World Cup, so all the nations are going to have to announce it and then. It, that's a long enough leading for everyone to have done the homework. Even if you announce a, yeah. a sort of, they've been watching for the last four on
1: years. You know, as yeah. countries have been building, you know, yeah. with quad series and, and test matches, they've been watching. I think yes, I think know. it's the
2: the first time in a while where people are genuinely excited about every most countries' selection. Mm. Like England's um, looked f- fairly straightforward um, and now looks more complicated because of injuries. Um, Australia, New Zealand, I'm fascinated by who I they're going to take. I wait to see yeah. who they'll take. So I, I think it, it is going to be interesting Um and yeah, I'm excited for, for hearing who's going.
0: Well, it's going to be the focal point of a lot of our discussion over the next few weeks. You know, once it has been announced, yeah. we'll have a lot of chat around that. Right, next up, we're very excited to introduce our guest caller, Molly Gian. Hello, Molly. Thank you for joining us. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you for joining us here at Netball Nation. <laughs> Firstly, without further ado, tell us a bit about you and what it is that you do.
3: Okay, so for those of you who don't follow me on Twitter or Instagram, my name's Molly. I'm 18. I have a, a dog called Bella. And I pretty much love all things netball. On a Sunday, I work in a little cafe called the Garden Barn. I'm currently sitting at my A-levels, from which I hope to go to Worcester Uni to study journalism. And last season, I was part of Loughborough Lightning's Under-19 Academy. Uh, I also play for Charnwell Warriors over in Loughborough too. um, And we're in East Mid's Division 1 at the minute.
0: Wow, Molly. How do you have time to do anything with all that going on? I uh, honestly don't know. Well, you write a blog on netball, but also how it and sport ties in with mental health as well, don't you? Can you tell us a bit yeah. more about your blog? What And also, what I think what we want to know here is what your aim is, what you want to achieve through this blog that you do.
3: Yeah, so um, I started blogging last summer after I realised that I quite enjoy writing and that I did want to study journalism at uni. At first, I wrote through like pure enjoyment, but after my first two posts, I think, got over 700 views within 24 hours, me and my mum sat down together to read some of the comments and thought, why should I not take this further? I then began to think more in depth about how playing sport and balancing studies at the same time was possibly impacting on my own mental health. I realised that I need to take more time for me and I found that writing my blog was a great way to do that really. I also feel very connected to my readers, especially when I get comments saying that they feel the same way or how they're glad that they're not the only one to be going through the pressures in life. So my aim really now is to help those who might be going through something that they're subconsciously unaware of. And I hope that by me writing my exact thoughts and feelings down on a the page, they can discover how they might be feeling and what they can do to help themselves get the balance right.
0: Absolutely. It's only a positive thing that you're doing, Molly, mm. and definitely salute you here for doing it because oh. mental health need, in sport needs to be spoken about more. It's, it's getting better and better, but there still seems to be a level of stigma around athletes yeah. talking about the mental health. What are your views mm-hmm. on this?
3: Okay, so personally, I think it's improved over the years, but I still don't think enough is being said. Um, so, for example, I don't hear anything on the news about how a well-known sports star is battling through the constant training, the pressures from the media, Mm. the psychological effects it may have on their families as well as them. And I think it needs to change. You see all those adverts like, you know, the BBC Sport one that came out recently. I thought that was great. It highlights what it's like to be a woman in the sporting world. Like, it still shies away from the stigma of mental health in both male and female athletes. It's Mental Health Awareness Week this week, and there are a variety of celebrities on the TV who are striving towards trying to change the stigma of mental health. But again, nothing being said about the sports, about the sportsmen and women. Um, as you can tell, I'm very driven by this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, when
2: when you um, kind of recognised your mental health was poor. Was yeah. was sport a contributing factor to that? Because I think it's an interesting one. Um that sport can can kind of be prescribed mm. think, almost to help people with mental health. But when it's an athlete and like mm. I know this from personal experience and, and struggling some sometimes with mental health, but mm-hmm. when when you're an athlete, sometimes the sport is is the factor that's triggering it or well not triggering it, but it's it's a contributing yeah. factor and it's where stress is coming from. So it's difficult to to exercise for benefits oh. when you're used to exercising for either a job or because you have to, because you have to train.
3: Yeah, I yeah, I totally agree. I think, say for example, if I was stressed, I, was, I would look forward to going to training to get to like relieve my stress and just forget about everything and just focus on having fun at training. And I have no pressure. I just love spending time with the girls who may also be going through exactly the same thing because they Some of the girls I train with are also in the same year as me or the Gina GCSEs. So they know exactly how I'm feeling. But then, like you said, if you have got that pressure to perform that you need that, you know, you need to perform well. then that that could be in the back of your mind. And then people could result in not going to training because they don't want to.
0: Yeah, it can end up almost being a
1: spiral, can't it?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Molly can I ask you a question please because yeah, you are obviously one of those girls who have been able to identify what it is that's making you uh, stress, that causes you stress and you know mm-hmm. you, you, you're out there talking to lots and lots of people. Some people don't recognise that they are under pressure and that they are stressed. Are you getting mm-hmm. your people that listen to your blog are they actually coming back to you and saying well actually I've now recognised that I am although I just thought it was just an, the norm.
3: I've had a couple of people come through to me on Twitter saying that through reading my blog and me saying what I've been going through, they have recognised that they are feeling stressed because of certain things in their lives and they have rectified those things to make them not feel as stressed. So they're uh, exercising more than they were doing just to relieve that tension in themselves or they've just been talking to more people about how they're feeling. And that has had a massive impact on them. So I think by, I, I don't like saying this, but I think by me writing that blog, I feel that's kind of like been a gateway for them to open.
0: But, to to um, kind of understand their own feelings. Maybe. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. And just by talking about it to other people, I think it's just a, a great way to get those feelings out. I think think what you're
1: doing, Molly, is commendable. So don't ever, you you know, (laughs) chastise yourself thinking, oh my (laughs) word, I've opened this Pandora's box of pain now for everybody. (laughs) You're (laughs) actually helping people. Yeah. Uh, And Molly, you're in
0: exam season as well at the moment. How are you managing to cope with the stresses of netball, exams and just general life on top of it?
3: Yeah, so I've got my first exam on Monday in psychology. Thank you. Mm. (laughs) Um, But my school enter a summer league every year, which takes place on a Tuesday night. So that's been my release from revision. But actually, in a game that we played last Tuesday, I became injured. So I'm currently hobbling around on crutches at the minute. I'm not really the biggest lover of exams, but who is really? Um, my dad said to me once before I was about to sit at my GCSEs, Mul, you're taking these exams in a sports hall in which there's a netball court underneath an you. That is the place where you're most confident. So, channel that confidence and put that into your exams, which I think right. is a really good way yeah. to mentally prepare myself for it. Definitely. So if anyone if anyone out there is about to sit your exams, just think that you're most confident in the court, so use it. <laughs> I
0: love that. Uh, yeah. Go on, Dad. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how, it's a, it's a how level, are you dad. coping? Do you find that there are certain times, like when you have got your exams coming up and stuff, that you find that you might struggle with your mental health a little more than usual?
3: I, like I said, I don't perform well under pressure in exam situations whereas netball I perform better than normal (laughs) when I'm pressurized yeah I get myself really worked up I get really nervous I think that I forget everything but I think my mum's a teacher and she's always said to me you know that you've worked hard so if you know that you've worked hard put that into your exams and just Forget about everything else when you're in that exam room. Just focus on that, what is in front of you, and just do the best you can do because that's all you can
0: do, really. It sounds like you have two very supportive parents there, Molly. Oh,
3: gosh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Well,
0: thank you so much. And do please keep doing what you're doing because the world needs more of you, Molly. We need to be talking. (laughs) We need need to be open. Uh, Before I let you go, can I just get your predictions for the grand final?
3: (laughs) Oh, my gosh, the pressure. Okay. Having been part of Wasps when they first started, I was super excited about them winning for two years running. However, I think it'd be, although it'd be great for them to make history and make it a triple winning season, I'd love for Thunder to take the title. I'm not going to lie. I think it'd be great to see them clinch the trophy, really. Um, and the third and fourth place battle for me has to be Lightning. <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, well, you having... had to say that,
3: did <laughs> oh, No, 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 no. Having trained on the court next to them this season has been... Totally inspirational to me. As some of the girls have said in their social media posts, they weren't expected to make the top four, let alone be playing for the rankings. And like the development of the partnership between Clark and Scholhart has been amazing for what to watch. Considering that is my position anyway, so. Yeah, it's been really inspirational for them to actually get one of the top four positions.
0: And we obviously have someone with us here at Netball Nation who's been, <laughs> played a huge role in that in SARA. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, Good Molly, luck. thank <laughs> you so much for joining us here on Netball Nation. Oh, thank you. Best of luck for your psychology exam. Yes, yeah, thank you. Hope you get your crutches soon. <laughs> and uh, please keep doing your blog. We're loving it here at Netball Nation. Thank you, oh, Molly. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thank take you. Care, Molly. Take Bye. Care. Right, do you ladies have any shout-outs before our predictions?
1: Any at all? I think it wouldn't be right not to put a shout-out for the last time for Sarah Bayman. <laughs> And love for lightning, and I know it, you said at the start of the show that it feels as though it's a bit of a nothing game. But do you know what? Just go and do your thing. Absol- Come back, pride. Just, yeah, just play well. Well, as it is, can.
2: and like I said, there's always competitive spirit. You know, this this week it's hard, and then you get you get the tomorrow, and then it's like I'm not losing. No, we're not losing. No, you, we're not having this. You, yeah, you, so you
0: get that competitive competitive streak back, and yeah, you go right. We go again. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, be good. Good
2: luck from all of us, Thank and you. you,
0: sorry, need to give us wedding updates because yes, you were... yes,
2: I do. Well, no, there's a venue's constantly. been booked, people. Oh, we've yeah. got
0: hang on, <laughs> <laughs>
2: is it the snooker hall? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm still pushing to put a snooker table okay. in there. <laughs> I feel like I could win that one. What, what are we going for then? We've gone for a barn. um nice. I mean, by a fantastic twist of fate, my uncle. Um, married a lady who owns a wedding barn.
0: Amazing! Oh. Mm. You, so, so you're getting your uncle's wife's wedding bar, yeah. barn, that's incredible, yeah. can I just ask though yeah. is it centrally heated or does it have heaters in it the reason I ask, I went to a wedding last weekend in a beautiful barn on top of a hill and we all had to go and get our coats and sit in because it was freezing
2: well apparently, when, when I was there it was warm, apparently it gets too warm rather than too cold oh, and, nice. there's, and there's an open fire oh, so. oh,
0: oh, oh nice. lovely Right. Well, there's then.
2: also, I mean which I'm most excited about, donkeys <gasps>
1: this is amazing
2: so, so talk ta- 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 me through the donkeys. Ta- so through. so I, I went and stayed and my uncle was like oh you're going to come and feed the animals and I was like oh yeah thinking they've got a few chick- chickens two mm. massive pigs okay. two donkeys and he was like oh you know the, the kids can ride the donkeys I was like well the kids aren't coming but like I'm, I'm still a bit, a donkey. A bit donkey riding <laughs> yeah, as
0: soon as the vows are done that's yeah. it yeah. <laughs> that's incredible we? well, yeah. Well, yeah
2: oh r- ring bearers <laughs> yeah what the pig bit through his nose?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, they can walk you down the aisle, can't <laughs> they? that's incredible <laughs> you can have a stroke on the way past oh, <laughs> you know normally you've got like the sweet car i know but no you've got donkey <laughs> <Yeah>. rides
0: <laughs> my kind of wedding this yeah. yep. love it do it and any other updates or have we just got the donkeys in the barn
2: um what what else have we got we, i mean to be fair what more do you need i know for one <laughs> that's it, done now, i so. think we've i think we've potentially got a band as well oh, so brilliant yeah we're all over it nice. well, I, say, I say we're all over it i was like we've got a venue I'm checking out that's yeah. when done yeah, right, yeah. see you
0: see you on the day yeah. mm. <laughs> well oh. do keep us posted any updates we want to know I will. Okay. Do. do
1: not let the location sleep <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do not
0: otherwise everyone will be there seeing your donkeys won't they <laughs>
1: <laughs> Right. hello
0: <laughs> right then we move on grand finals <laughs> mm. first up is the third and fourth playoff between Loughborough and team Bath uh, the game you both said nobody wants to play in but I'm sure that isn't the case now because obviously you wanna Win like you say. sorry you're gonna go that, and you're gonna to want to win. Yeah. Uh, don't need to do predictions on that one. No. Because Move we're, on. We're obviously rooting for you. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, well, thanks, guys. Um, it, it it will be a good game though because I think our, our last game against Bath away was probably one of the games of the season. Um, and it was a shame that people didn't see it on TV, but it it was such a high quality game. So I am looking forward to it. Um, it's just the Thirl- Thilby's last game in charge for Bath, which is going to be emotional for them. Um, hopefully it doesn't motivate them too much. Um and also you know serena's one of my best friends so it's it'd be nice to see her play well but lose
0: (laughs) (laughs) i like that i do (laughs) and also grand final showdown wasps and thunder what are we saying well
1: Well, who's going first i'm going to i'll start sarah i'm just going to say i want thunder to do it yeah i really do and it's that northern thing now yeah and almost um, a
0: little bit I of the think, underdog, maybe. Yeah. That
1: you well, do you know what? I don't even know if I dare even say that they're underdogs. Mm. I think it's been amazing what Wasps have been able to do in the, you know, in the first two years mm. of, of being around, and now they're into year three, and they're going for this wonderful, you know, triple. Who wants to upset that for them? I want Manchester to upset it for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're are an awesome mm. set of players. You know, that are, mm. you watch them play, and it's just mesmerising watching, yeah. you know, the, what Wasps can do. But do you know what? So can
2: thunder. Yeah. Th- Thunder called and said, you're not allowed to back him now after sh- you showed no faith last <laughs> week. <laughs> Sorry, Thunder. <They> said, <laughs> Very fickle. He yeah. said, you're a traitor.
1: Get out. <laughs> it's my ball and I've decided. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, who are you going for? Um,
2: I obviously want Thunder to win because, yeah. you know, they were my team for a long time. And what does make it interesting as well is we saw in the Bath-Thunder game, Bath hadn't beaten Thunder. Um, Sorry, Thunder hadn't beaten Bath in two games, and then the third one they got it. Mm. At the minute, Thunder have beaten Wasps twice, and this is the third Ugh. one. So, it's it's gonna be really tough for them mm. to beat them a third time because Wasps are smart. You know, they'll yeah. they'll have a specific game plan for Thunder. But I'd I'd love to see them do it. You know, Kerry Ullman's last game as well for Thunder. It'd be nice for her to go out on a high. And I think they're the neutrals vote like for this one. Yeah. You know, because yeah. yeah. as as much as it had been nice for them like Wasps to get three in a row, like. It's a bit boring, isn't it? Like, no one likes a team that dominate um, Mm. in football, rugby, anything. So I think the neutrals are kind of like, yeah, go on, Thunder. Do you think that bothers
1: Wasps? No.
2: I think they love it. I'd, what, I'd, they play I'd, up to it I'd love yeah. it if I was them
0: yeah to be fair to mm-hmm. be that in
2: that high in the competition yeah. and be yeah. the, so good that people are going well because well. you because you think about United and, and United was always like oh everyone everyone hates a winner yeah. like, and, and you play up to it and, and I think Was have got that mentality where they're like yeah we know everyone hates us yeah. and we love it
1: yeah.
0: yeah I think you're right right well a big big netball nation good luck to Sarah and the Loughborough girls on Saturday obviously going to be cheering you on and we hope it's a final win to finish the 2000 and yeah, 19th season yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to netball nation to listen to our podcasts head over to my and follow us on all the social platforms at my netball nation uh, don't forget as well you can also support the show online too with donations gladly accepted thank you very much uh, we'll see you next week see thanks this is netball nation